Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Wednesday, December 22nd, and this is your daily financial news. This is a new show we do seven days a week, 365 days a year, for almost three years now, so it's something you can count on. What I want to do as we start the day is I always want to congratulate the folks doing the work. Folks, I'm running a contest to see how impactful One Rental at a Time is. If you watch this channel, part of my students, buy the book, Instagram, website, anything that I do that helps you and you close on a rental property, I want to hear about it. Easiest way is probably to direct message me on Instagram, and I will send you one of these. Once we get to 500, which is absolutely going to happen, so shout out to everybody doing the work, we are going to make a large donation to a food bank. I'm going to dye my hair purple, uh, and we're going to do some other surprises to reward you for the effort. So let's congratulate some folks to get started. Michael, congratulations. Michael is actually a member of the Hub there in Fresno with me. So, Michael, I think this was number seven, or it might have been number eight for you. I think it was number seven. So, congratulations, Michael. Rodrigo, man, killing it. I think you got three. Rodrigo, Rodrigo, and Rodrigo. Congratulations. And then Ryan. Ryan was gracious enough to be the first individual to add bonus content to the course. He is the individual that gave me the inspiration to say, you know what? I only have a very narrow focus with one rental at a time. Let's add some stuff. So again, Ryan, thank you for being awesome. Congratulations on your deal. And again, Ryan, you got two of them. So Ryan, congratulations. Folks, your cards will go out in the mail this afternoon. Uh, Again, congratulations. Real quick, again, something I am now really comfortable with is the notion of spectator and player. I do want to highlight again what a player is. I am concerned as I talk about player, you people start to think players are only people who get deals done. Not true, not the case. I believe a player is somebody who has made a choice to get out of the stands. In my world, they establish a buy box and they are looking daily. Finding deals, especially good or great, is not easy. But once you make the decision to do the work, You are a player. I can't help spectators. I am now comfortable with that idea. There are plenty of YouTube channels out there that will just consume your time and not help you. That's not what this channel is. This channel is here to help you uh, do the work. Uh, My eight multimillionaires that come back each and every week are here for you. So again, players are people who decide to do the work. If you are ready, the course below is for you. The price will go up January 1st, so get it now. And if you have Facebook, make sure you join the private Facebook group. It's free. Another thousand plus amazing individuals are there for you. So as I think about today, let's start with the real estate market. Uh, There's a couple of things going on in the real estate market that I told you were going to happen. First and foremost, sales are up. But Michael, how can that be? Rates are going up. Aren't sales supposed to go down? No, I'm sorry. If you are doing the work and you are a player and you've researched it as much as I have, 
you know that subtle raises in interest rate actually pull demand off the sidelines. And that is what's happening. Sales were up. Transactions. This is closed. Transactions were up 1.9%. Inventory has fallen to another record low. This is not a setup for a crash at all. Uh, this is a very healthy market. On top of that, uh, not only do we have uh, rising interest rates to pull demand off, as we will see in consumer confidence here in a minute, wages are up. And if you don't know anything about getting a mortgage, when you make more money, you can qualify for a bigger payment. So yes, if wages accelerate faster than the interest rates, mom and dad who are buying a home uh, actually can qualify easier. This is the magic of the 1970s. So again, other things about the real estate market, again, according to the November numbers, again, sales up 1.9%. First-time buyers down. It is really hard to be a first-time buyer. Not a lot of inventory at the low end. First-time buyers were down to 26% of the market from a usual 32%. This is, again, something that I believe the government will focus on next year with a first-time homebuyer program, which will, again, add gasoline to the fire and cause real estate to go up. Not to mention that they could also roll in a 40-year mortgage, which, wow, math says that will make real estate 10 to 12% more expensive almost overnight. So other things going on, mortgage rates actually dropped a touch this week. They went down three hundredths of a point. Uh, they were 3.3, now they're 3.27. Refis were up, purchases were down uh, week on week. Um, actually, refis were up 2%, purchases were down week on week. Uh, they were both down year on year. Refis down 42%. Again, I told you this about six or seven weeks ago. If you are in the mortgage broker kind of world, your business is about to be a lot skinnier as rates go up, refi demand goes down, and uh, you need to right size or get ahead of that. Uh, again, uh, record low inventory according to Redfin. Had some interesting announcements, earnings announcements. We had uh, CarMax come out, beat top and bottom. Uh, their sales were up and their profit per vehicle were up. When you have pricing power, a la inflation, and you control the inventory, life is good. Don't know if you saw this, but Bruce, Bring, Bruce Springsteen sold his entire music catalog to Sony Music for $500 million. That, uh, that's a lot of cash. So uh, congrats, uh, Bruce. $500 million. Five, that's half a billion dollars. Man, that's crazy. Have a little bit of rant about buy now, pay later. Um, it is, it is too easy. Uh, it, it is, it, buy now, pay later is going to hurt a lot of people. Again, it is kind of a, this generation's layaway, except now you take the goods with you. Uh, folks, buy now, pay later is not your friend. High interest rate, fees, all of this stuff. I've looked into the numbers. It's disgusting. Uh, but because it is so easy, a lot of you all of us really don't have any financial education, so you're going to buy those expensive shoes or courtside seats to the Warrior Games like I looked at. It's, um, it's not good. On that topic, I started to think about student loans, student debt. There's talk about student loan payments being extended again or the pause or whatever you want to call it. What I've now started to realize is student debt actually is a problem the day the loan is signed. Folks, I've been doing this a long time. 
I remember when loans on real estate were as simple as fogging a mirror. That is essentially exactly what a student loan is. You are asking a 18 or 19 year old who knows nothing about finances to sign up for 40, 50, 100, 200 grand on the promise of a better future. And then they have $200,000 in student debt in a 50K job and they feel trapped. We need to institute um, some kind of checks and balances, some kind of financial education. I don't think an 18-year-old who's had zero financial education should sign up for $200,000 in debt without understanding what that means, right? I think, I think you know, all these folks who did this did it to themselves, so there's absolutely some in that, but I think we need to institute some checks and balances up front and say, you know what you're signing up for, right? This, this may feel good today, but you know, in 2026, you're going to start sending us about 560 bucks a month or whatever it is. I think, I think we need to do, I think we need to do a better job. We just need to do a better job of financial education. I think it is disturbing that 18 year olds and I, you know, I, I did it right. I signed up for student loans. Uh, can sign up for hundreds of thousands of dollars so easily. It's kind of the real estate issue of 2006. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. But this student loan thing, $1.6, $1.7 trillion. Again, for lots of folks, student loans are great. They worked for me. They were great. But some folks don't really understand what they're signing up for and, may, and maybe know is the right answer. Maybe, you know what? Don't sign up for 50 k Go to junior college right? It's, it's different. So I don't know. Let's talk about 20 housing market 2022. This is for my students. This is for the players. If you are a spectator and you are interested in sitting on the sidelines waiting for a crash, this is not for you. But if you are a player looking at your market, I have some homework for you. What I would like you to do is I would like you to look at your buy box today and I would like you to inventory what is in that buy box, how many units or how many active listings. Something else I would like you to do is I would like you to establish the minimum and maximum yield, right? I always talk about average. Let's get a little funky. Let's do a little bit more homework. Establish the min and max. And some of your minimums might be negative. And of course, we know that is an alligator. Then what I want you to do is I want you to assume mortgage rates go to 4%. Right? There are some folks out there talking about 4% causing a crash. I don't see it. But it doesn't matter what I think or he thinks. Let's do the work in your market. So again, right now you probably are doing your calculations with a 3.3 or 3.6 or whatever you were doing. Let's assume the mortgage rate goes up to 4%. In addition to that, let's assume real estate prices stay flat. No growth. Not up, not down. But here's the catch. What have I been telling you about rent? Values run first rent run second. So what I'd like you to do in your calculation is establish a 4% mortgage rate and a 10% increase in rent. Now for some of you, that will make your yield go down. For some of you, that will make the yield go up. Let's figure it out. For some of you, rent increase of 10% will be more than the mortgage payment. For some of you, it will be less. Hence, we need to figure out what is going on in 2022 in your market. I talk nationally. I have a national audience, frankly, a worldwide audience. But 
Real estate is hyper local. So let's figure out your buy box, 4% interest, 10% increase in rent, flat values. Let's figure out if your market goes, if your yield goes up or down. I think that would be a great homework assignment for students of the course or followers of the channel. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is all over your head, but you want to be a player, buy the course below. It's step one as you move forward. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like Mitt Romney uh, is actually talking to uh, talking about supporting Build Back Better, or at least parts of it. Obviously, Joe Manchin came out, uh, I don't know, over the weekend and said no. It looks like, at least based on one article I read, that Mitt Romney uh, might want to reach out and talk about at least parts of it. So this thing is not dead. It's just dead for the year. Uh, versions or parts or pieces of it certainly will come back. And I indicated that was something very, very likely. It is very interesting when I sit here and I think about articles I read about people look, thinking about 2022 and their personal finances. 20, according to a uh, survey, uh, bank rate, 25, 20, no, I'm sorry, 2,450 people. I don't know why it's not 2,500. It was 2,450. I don't get it. But according to that survey, 26% of folks believe their finances will be worse next year. 42% thinks they will be the same. Folks, a lot of those people are spectators. They're going to sit down and just run through life, and I can't help them. If you are a player and you are following this channel, we have talked about get your money right. We've talked about buy boxes, focus, daily disciplines. Your finances can improve next year. We continually show you how on this channel. We have had people start with $90,000 in debt, become financially free. We've had high school dropouts. We've had single mothers. We've had it's just it, it can happen for you, but it is not going to happen being a spectator. And if you're not doing anything and you're listening to people preaching fear and crisis, you're a spectator. I'm sorry. If you want to be a player and that is your choice, I am here to help. Everybody who watches this daily is here to help. I got a Facebook group. Amazing stuff out there. Lastly, we'll talk about consumers, consumer confidence. A lot of interesting kind of subtleties in the number. Consumer confidence essentially was flat. It was down a whisper, but the parts of it are very telling. There are four parts that we will talk about. No, actually three parts that we will talk about. One, personal expectations, right? What do you think is going on in your family unit? Down. People are very negative. They are very concerned about inflation. Investment confidence. What do you think is going out there? Good time to buy or sell. Stock market, all of that. Down. The one that is up and kind of makes the numbers look even is jobs. Jobs are plentiful. Wages are out there. You can switch and get raises. So again, job security is up. Most of the other stuff is down, but when they mix them together, they're reporting essentially a flat number. But the numbers underneath it tell a very, very different story. And then finally, let's remember inflation is real. The biggest fear for the Fed is inflation becomes entrenched. And this is how it happens. You go to the store. You are going to buy five apples, whatever it is. And for whatever reason, you notice that apples go up. They used to be a dollar an apple. Now they're a dollar fifty, whatever it is. If 
you buy your normal four apples and leave, inflation is really not an issue. Inflation becomes entrenched when consumers, you, I, your neighbors, you go to the store, you see that apples now are $1.50, and instead of buying four, you buy five or six because you want to buy before they go up to $1.75 or $2. Inflation expectations at the consumer level are dangerous. When consumers buy more because they think inflation is going up, it actually perpetuates inflation. You add on that the sprinkle of wage inflation, which I have been telling you is going to be the problem of the decade, it can get pretty spicy, and the only thing that could fix this is a full-on recession. Yeah, that's not fun. So anyways, folks, that's what I got for you today. I have lots of great conversations uh, lined up. Again, remember, I like to congratulate people that get deals with this, but a player is someone who's made the decision and is doing the work. If you've been doing the work for a week, a month, or a year, and you don't have one of these yet, it is okay. You are still a player. You are in the market. You are looking at your finances. You, are, you have a buy box. It just isn't done yet. It's okay. I don't want people to think players are people that only get deals. I want you to stop being a spectator. Do the work yourself. Stop listening to these other folks. And if you don't want to, totally cool. I can only help players. If you're a spectator, I can't help you. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.